Welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought. This is episode number 188, and we start things off by talking about what I witnessed at the park. You will never believe it. In addition to that, we talk about how happy I've been that the gym around the corner has opened up again. We also talk a little bit about uh, this little sabbatical I've been on, I guess you can say, and why. And then, on top of that, we ask the question, what is Rix's future going to look like? I've got some weddings lined up. I don't know what to do with them. Victor gives me some advice in the meanwhile. Sometimes I just wish that I could go to space. Speaking of space, I feel like that's where we head next. And the conversation about whether or not we ourselves would be willing to embark on that journey is a question that will be answered. So with that being said, episode number 188 of Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. Bro, guess what I saw the other day at the park? Guess what, what? I saw? Um, a bird. No, bro. A plane. No, I Superman. Saw, I, I saw a gathering of like 15 to 20 people all in close proximity, proximity to each other. None of them wearing masks. <laughs> I can't believe I saw one in real life. You know, in a, because in L.A., everyone wears them. You know what, what I'm saying? Everyone yep. abides by the rules. We don't have anyone that's burning masks for protest or any of that riffraff happening in the more conservative states. So in a public, uh, in a public space, 15 to 20 people were gathered without masks. I'm assuming this was like a wide field or something like that. Where... No, this is like this little patch of, uh, well, not a little patch of grass. So I went to the park to go roller skate, and there's two different basketball courts. One of them is a full-size court. The other court is like a half. It's like a half court. There's only one hoop. It's a half court. I go to the, the half court. That's my favorite spot to go to. But I kept walking because... I don't – I mean I'm totally fine. I skate there and there's other people there sometimes. But it was weird because all those people were a part of one group and I didn't want to skate in front of them. And I was like freaking out a little bit because I think I smoked just a little bit too much weed. And so I was a little <laughs> bit too high. I didn't want to be around all those people. So I went to the full-size court instead. Anyway, when I walked by, I was like that had to have been at least 15 or 20 people. And then when I walked back, when I was finished, I counted like, I don't know, 16 or – I think it was 16 maybe that I counted at that time. I can't remember. But I was – I didn't want to stare too much, you know. I, I It was a, a real a real life sighting. I couldn't believe it. And 15, 20 people all standing, hanging out, some of them in a circle. Now, the other part of the park, there was a gathering of I think maybe it was about uh, – it had to have been – Maybe 12, 12 or 14 people. It looked like they were all couples, but everyone had their blanket and they were all spaced out six feet apart, six feet apart in a giant circle, which that I expect. But dude, that circle of the responsible park patrons was literally only maybe 30 feet away from the group of relatively the same size, all within close proximity, not wearing masks. Kind of like around the corner. You couldn't really – there are some bushes the way the park is structured, but I was just like, wow. I couldn't believe it. I 
could not dude believe. to to be totally honest i feel like we're like a lot of us are gonna have ptsd when we start seeing like crowds of people <laughs> gathering around each other without like masks or protection i'm not going like to that. once it's once it's you know okay everything is as normal as it could go i'll be fine but we're still in the middle of it and it was just odd it was just a bit comical too I, <laughs> it was, I had that cartoon sound effect in my head when you know cartoons don't believe what they see and their eyeballs pop out and they've rubbed their eyeballs or maybe they take it out and polish it and put their eyeballs back in just to make sure <laughs> right. they were seeing you know that sound of like the screwballs or like a little ball or a bolt or something wow. around their head yeah. that's what exactly what i experienced See, I get to experience that pretty much every single day at my mom's work. <laughs> Is that does that dude that offered you donuts still work there? Remember when no, the pandemic he first disappeared? Started? Like okay. they closed down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shot. Like he he disappeared like right after the pandemic. Yeah, so that was so but, funny. Right when all of this started, he offers you donuts, not wearing a mat. Just it's like, yeah, dude. Everyone's being told not to touch things right now. What are you doing? Dude, man, yeah, that that was the wildest thing, and that was before too. Like now, now it's weird because like the office that I'm at, we have our door shut all the time, and so anytime somebody's like bringing something by to like drop off or a package or something like that, gotta gotta walk around, open the door. It's like, oh, this is this is so unfamiliar because in the past we would have people from that insurance company as well as. Um, donut guy, like, come over every once in a while, just, hey, what's up? How's it going? Guess what opened up yesterday, right around the corner. Actually, there's two things. I don't know if I told you the first thing. There are two things that opened up right around the corner from where I live. The first was a Target that opened up a few days ago. Did I tell you that? No. No? I'm really excited about the Target opening up. Uh, well, it already did open up. I've gone in there. That's cool. And LA Fitness reopened yesterday. The gym. Oh, God. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, Hell my no. gosh. It feels so good for the gym to open up again. Because I was just thinking, because I've tried to get in the regiment. I mean, I've had a pretty consistent regiment sometimes running and doing push-ups but after it's like dude i need weights i need to be in the gym and i'm enough of this resistance band crap you know like i need some straight up weights the resistance bands are awesome don't get me wrong the resistance bands are awesome but i was just thinking that and then i get an email sunday saying oh by the way tomorrow the gym's going to open up again and so i was at the gym today and yesterday and what's great is i think i told you the first time when they reopened after they closed, they were requiring people to wear gloves, too, in addition to a mask. It's right. like, well, I don't have any gloves. Like, okay, here, well, you can have these ones. And they gave me, like, subway gloves, like with the giant-ass fingers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which actually worked out better than the vinyl gloves that I had because the vinyl gloves are total, totally get your hand all sweaty and gross. But the subway gloves... They actually – I think they have tiny, tiny, tiny little holes in them because they stuck to my hand, but there wasn't any condensation at all inside, which was great. Anyway, what I'm getting at is this time around, no gloves were required, only a mask. Thank goodness. And it's so freaking quiet. I mean right now it's kind of crowded. I think I saw a line forming, but earlier in the morning, so incredibly quiet. 
It's amazing. What's that like? I mean, go, going into, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like a huge fitness like center person. So, I mean, normally I'm assuming everyone just walks in. Now there's like a queue to go in or what's that? No, you that? just walk in. You just, uh, you just walk in and scan your barcode, your ID, which is on your phone through the app and you just work out. But right now, there's I, although they take your temperature. But right now, there was a line outside to get in. I don't know. I think in the email it did say, I think you have to when you go on your phone through the app, you have to check in. You have to be within like 500 feet, and there's some bullshit like, oh, if there's too many people, then you have to wait, and we'll let you know. Luckily, I live right around the corner, so I don't have to drive here. I, you know what I'm saying? I live right around the corner. Okay, I'm I am not somebody who has. Uh been very pro like gym type stuff please tell me please tell me what the benefits are that you cannot accomplish on your own when it comes to like weightlifting and stuff i feel like everything that i need to do i can probably do at home even if i have to like order weights or stuff like that i just i you can I can't for sure see the benefit i, I almost yeah. bought i almost i I almost bought a set of dumbbells, you know, the type you turn the dial and then you lift it and it's based on where you turn the dial. It's the certain amount of weight. You know what I'm saying? I almost wanted to get those. But the biggest – and this is just my experience. The biggest thing for me is that after a while, I I wanted heavy weights and dumbbells, right? Because I see people at the gym – or at the gym, at the park. I've seen people at the park, no joke – like there's people that are personal training, other people there, and they have their own equipment, and they bring out a. I've seen a bench, or the dumb. I'm one. I'm not trying to lug all that shit around. That's number one, <laughs> right? Number two, I like being at the gym because it puts me in the right mind frame, right? Doing sit-ups on your kitchen floor, or trying to do shit out in the courtyard. You know, I've done that, but when I'm at the gym, I feel like I'm – because I'm in a different environment, I'm not at my home, I'm in the right mindset. I can freaking do anything if I have the right music in the back of my head. I dig music. Head or- sometimes I go no music because I just – I it depends. I go through – I sometimes don't do any music because I feel like I've heard the same shit over. Or I don't want to waste time trying to look for a list or look to what to listen to and it's just more peaceful without doing any – you uh, listen to music when you're driving too, so it's kind of a standard. Same. But I also sometimes, dude, it's so powerful to just say no and just not absorb anything <laughs> or consume anything. Even when I'm driving, sometimes I'm just like, fuck mm. this, and I just don't listen to anything, and it's so peaceful and nice. When it comes to not having stimuli around me, I always get in my own head, and there's always, it's good sometimes because you're thinking to yourself you're reflecting on certain things but on the other hand you have to think about those things <laughs> so i'd rather not have to deal with that what's the story on on your brother how is the when is his oh you is his uh extraction coming up or has it been done yet or no yeah no it's still it's still coming up um i i don't know if it's this friday but it it's coming up 
some point in the near future. So, yeah, um, I just find it very interesting that my brother, my mother, myself, we all, we're all having, like, teeth issues right now, or whatever it is, and trying to, you know, make the best of it, but, yeah. You gotta go see someone about that. <sighs> you you are, like, the the fourth or fifth person to tell me that, so... <laughs> It it is crazy though trying to because we had a another wedding ministry meeting uh, last night and so there was there was only there was only I think thirteen couples on this call only thirteen so that was a little easier but before the meeting I just I told Joe I said just don't make me talk too much and of course him and I are the only two clergy on the meeting and so yeah I, I do end up having to talk and I, I feel like I'm a chipmunk as I'm as I'm speaking I, I heard a thing in the back you know on the side of my mouth and trying to trying to communicate clearly but yeah dude there are so many extra weddings that are getting thrown my way I've got I've got ching, another ching 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 a thousand dollars per wedding dude I mean like, yeah, I am kind of, I don't know. I mean, I'm in this weird place right now where it's coming in. I'm, I'm meeting with people, obviously, you know, I've, I've done what a, a total of one weddings before. And now suddenly they're building and building and building. And the reality of me actually moving out to the, the East coast is coming coming more and more into kind of the periphery of my vision in the next like six months or something like that where yeah i i don't know i'm i every, everyone's getting you know the the postponed weddings are all getting rescheduled to this year and joe's you know totally stocked up and here i am where <laughs> it's a wedding frenzy everything from last year is spilling over into this year Oh, it's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm still trying to get over the fact that I feel kind of like a fraud where, you know, people want a Catholic wedding. Um, me not growing up Catholic, not really knowing anything Catholic other than the stuff Doesn't that I've matter. learned over time. Yeah. I mean, they, they want a good wedding. I'm going to give them a good wedding. I'm going to be the best damn minister that they've ever had uh but still it's one of those things where i i feel this sense of i don't know trepidation probably is the is the best way to put it there's this like kind of anxiety and fear about <laughs> just what i'm getting myself into oh, how long are catholic man. weddings i was at a catholic wedding in mexico bro that wedding was an hour and a half long i was completely blindsided i had no idea what i was in for i was one of the groomsmen and stand up and sit down and stand up and sit down and you know candles and stuff you know all this dude it was so overwhelming i was overwhelming in the sense that i could not believe how much time was dedicated i was like bro i thought this was like a quick 30 it's completely blindsided <laughs> completely blindsided yeah and and for these type of weddings we actually in our wedding package we say it's going to be about a half an hour unless you get like the 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 super deluxe wedding package 
which will go to like 45 minutes. That includes communion, stuff like that. Normally these weddings will, I mean, always these weddings will take place outside of church and don't involve communion, don't involve people standing up, sitting down kind of thing. It's simple, it's Catholic, but it's also, yeah, just... <laughs> Is that like a modern-day Catholic thing, though? Like, based on your knowledge and experience in the church in the church in the past 20 or 30 years, did it used to be like an hour-and-a-half thing and it's slowly gone to like a... 30 minute thing or is this maybe just in the Mexican culture of Catholicism that maybe hour and a half is standard or was no, that everything I, I, I think I think because I've been to a like I was at uh, Brooks's uh, wedding that was a, that was a Catholic wedding that took place in the church and that was that was about an hour 15 or so so and that was only six years ago so yeah I think kids these days want things done now right these, we're millennials. We want it right now, <laughs> not in an hour and a half. Give it to us now, regardless of your uh, origins and religion and whatnot. Let's just expedite whatever the uh, ceremony is, no matter how sacred. We want the expedited version. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which which is probably why Joe ends up being like the number one Catholic priest to do weddings outside of a church because it just it cuts down on the time by at least fifty percent. Like I don't I don't think that there is a church you know a church service Catholic wedding that is less than an hour. 40, 45 minutes is probably the the least here we we make it 20 to 30 minutes at the most and all all you got to do everyone show up be witness to this beautiful ceremony and then we go about our way which is what i think everyone wants you know not just the bride and groom but literally everyone in attendance uh especially during those like hot summer months where everyone's sitting outside just sweating their ass off it's like just get over with it and no sometimes you gotta you gotta have them the minister just go on and on and on and on yeah. <laughs> is it really necessary to you know <laughs> everyone has on their mind the reception everyone is yeah. thinking can't wait for the reception to start <laughs> everybody oh, is thinking that with the exception of maybe the immediate family members who want to relish in the moment but whenever I've gone to a wedding with, that's a friend of mine, I'm happy for them, but I'm just thinking, too, like, all right, this is cool. I love it. Let's get the party started. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially when you're in the wedding party itself, too, where you have to sit up front and pretend to pay attention as all the shit is going down. Dude, man, that it becomes painful after, especially if you have to pee, like, in the middle of it or for some reason. <laughs> it's like, why? Why can't this just end this is just too much. Yeah. So when is your first wedding scheduled right uh, now? June June 9th, I think, is the, the first one. I think I mentioned that before. And then there's one in July and then one in September as well. So, And I'm, I'm continuing to take these meetings on, too. So it's like one of those things where do I travel back and forth from Chicago to Jersey and you know, stay there for the period of the wedding or do it just stay out there? I just I, stay out there and stay busy. Yeah. <laughs> In addition to the whole thing, I think I mentioned last time with, uh, with Joe trying me, uh, trying to get me to do the police 
uh, uh, oh, right. police, yeah, yeah, thing as well. He's like, it'll give you an excuse to be out here. It's like, oh my god, I mean, if I'm literally just staying there between weddings, yeah, no, it'd be great to stay busy, and I know there's a lot of work that we have to do for the, the church in general, but... Dude, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of in that what they call in seminary a liminal space. It's a space between spaces where you don't know where you necessarily belong and are trying to figure out exactly what what space you are best suited for. And that that's kind of where I am right now. I I just don't know. I don't know. Every everything feels like uh, chaos, anarchy. Well, think of how often, if you're going to travel back and forth, then how much you're exposing yourself to travel and the airport bullshit and Dude, things that I'm are guessing maybe not sanitary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm guessing though that I'm going to have my vaccine by the time that the the wedding takes takes place. But yeah, and you're not going to be able to fully focus on the wedding if you're going to have to be doing traveling. I mean, how much? researcher how much do you prepare before the wedding how much do you prepare stuff that's kind of general verses or whatever to put your own spin on it but also things that maybe they want incorporated so it's the prep work too right i don't imagine you just get dressed and show up unless i don't know maybe that's how you guys do it you just <laughs> no, roll with it <laughs> no <laughs> you know if if it calls for it yeah but no no no. you're right i mean there there normally is a good like 24 hour prep period where you just make you know go everything and try and make the make make it as pleasurable of an experience as you can but being being less stressed yourself is is certainly a benefit so yeah i am we're we're in we're in a transition period right now my friend but think how much better the view is from New Jersey looking at New York City than if you were sitting at the park and just looking at Lake Ellen. <laughs> yes. Although although the run around it is is a pretty beautiful scenic uh detour. So yeah. New New Jersey, you don't really have that sort of same um environment, atmosphere type aesthetic. Yeah, I guess not. So, um, I have, I have uh, something kind of to bitch about a little bit right now. I don't know <laughs> if you have had a situation like this where telecom companies try to do something, whether it's like fuck with your your Wi-Fi, your internet, whether they're replacing stuff, whether they're fixing lines, things like that. This morning, as I was getting ready to leave for work, um, I was trying to pull out of the driveway, and there was a, a truck blocking the the way. And so, I was like, okay, whatever. Turns out later, I find out that when they were repairing, they ended up taking out one of those massive, like, huge wooden poles, uh, taking that out and then replacing it with another massive wooden pole. And so you, you got to reattach all the wires and stuff like that. And, uh, my, my dad actually was, was out there at the time. And he was like, uh, so our internet and Wi-Fi went out, you know, what, what's going on. And they're like, Oh no, just give it a couple of minutes. It'll be fine. 
blah, blah, blah. 30 minutes later, it, it they're packing up and getting ready to go, and still, no phone line, no Wi-Fi, no, no nothing. And so he goes out, and he's like, there's still nothing going on. Uh, we still don't have phone connection. We still don't have Wi-Fi. And the dude responds to him and says, oh, sorry, that's your problem. Call, call the telecom company. He's like, it, uh, you know, is there anything that you can do to check it? No, that's not our problem. Turns out when, like, later in the day, a uh, technician showed up, they didn't plug back in the wires. And so this dude who was telling us it's our problem didn't do his fucking job. Are you fucking kidding me? And so, you know, here I'm like, did you did you get his name? Did you get his like like company ID or whatever it is just to like make a make a comment about that? He's like, no, I didn't do that. And and my mom actually had the same kind of reaction as well, where it, it's like, are you fucking kidding me? You fuck up and then you say it's our problem that you didn't do your job. Like I don't know. I don't know if you've had that situation before. I've had that a couple of times. This is the most recent one, so I'm kind of, like, hot under the collar a little bit about dealing with individuals like that, but fucking telecom. It's very... I'm guessing what happened was, in his head, he thought that he plugged the cables back in, probably, right? No, he just... And then... Like, he, he just... Like, and here's the thing, is that... He just he shoved them into the the box. He didn't connect them. He just shoved them in there, and that was good enough for him. And but so, what I'm saying is, maybe was he shoved? Maybe he shoved them in the box, and then he was going to do something else. Like his intention was to plug them back in, but he got distracted, or something happened where he thought they were plugged in. No, because afterwards he said, uh, I, "I think it was my dad who had asked, like, are you sure that you did everything right?'" It's like. Yeah, we we did what we were supposed to. And that's all we can do. So anything else, sorry, it's your problem. When was he failed at his job? It's like, uh, really? Just really? That just irritates me so much. People who aren't even willing to take the extra time to be able to be like, oh, maybe I should double check my work. Maybe Maybe just shoving cords up into something isn't going to make it work. I don't know. He works for a telecom in- industry. I, I just don't. I, I, I don't fundamentally understand people who have that sort of attitude. It just – it really frustrates me. He's probably tired of all of the customer bullshit that people give him when he's doing his job and they're always stopping him. Like probably when he does his job, the internet goes out. Like that's just something that happens when they're doing that stuff. And he's heard it enough times where people bitching and complaining. He's just, he just doesn't give a fuck anymore. That's how I, I felt at Sprouts. Maybe- like i've done this bullshit like bend over backwards like i'm not in the position to help uh solve your problem so i'm just gonna say you know nope and then walk away well he did he he apparently was the the type of person to to bend over backwards for anything and maybe if he was getting complaints it was because he sucked at his job yeah that too he could probably suck but i've definitely had it where like you are in the store, you know, and someone needs help with something and you go to their de- the department and you're helping or whatever and they can't find something or something. They ordered it through the what, whatever. So you get yourself in a precarious situation that you don't give a shit about because you're in the vitamin department. You don't know shit about the vitamin department, but a customer ordered something 
that the other person forgot to order on their behalf or some weird shit. And then someone else, oh, Trudy, you know, do you know about this? Mm, let me check. And then you find a way, you find an exit to slip out and pass off the customer to somebody else. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes, too, they're like, oh, well, can you know, when do you get this back? And my answer is like, I don't fucking know. Like, we'll get it back. It co- it'll come in when it comes in. Like, there's no way for me to check and and look. Maybe the department manager who, you know, works more closely with that department or whatever. Anyway, I can recognize when I cannot solve the problem, but the customer, that answer is not good enough. Like the only situation is, well, we'll just have to wait and see until if it comes in the next few days. If that answer isn't good enough. It's like, well, when should I call? Do you have a phone? It's like, fucking A. Like, who fucking cares? Just deal with it. Dude. And I feel and like. And these are all very. I... This has nothing to do with the AT&T or the whoever the fuck guy, telecom guy, but there are instances, there are variations of the same thing that happen like that where the customer is left thinking, oh, what? Uh, 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 uh. And the person that is in the position to help is just like, fuck this. Because they recognize the pattern and they're not going to deal with it. Well, and that's the difference too is that, I mean, you and I both have worked in retail. We've worked in, you know, dealing with with customers who are unhappy. And there's a difference between trying to accommodate an unreasonable customer – who just wants something that we are not capable of doing versus an incompetent employee who is like pretends that they know what they're doing or acts like, you know, they're, they're just going to say, Oh, go over there kind of thing and not actually give any particular help. I mean, I think there's a difference because it's, it's that weird. Maybe he is an outstanding employee in just that day. Just that day, he was just like, you know what? Fuck this bullshit. And he was being a grump. And he didn't yeah. give a fuck. He was like, I'm done. Oh, someone else can go. Maybe he was plugging it back in. Maybe he plugged it back in and he has his device to test it. And for some reason, it's testing negative instead of testing yes, it's plugged in. And he's, you know, 45 minutes an hour. Who knows how much time? And he's like, fuck this. Someone else can figure it out. And just jams them up there to make them look like they're plugged in. He tried. He couldn't figure it out. He called his supervisor maybe. they Whatever the fuck, fuck it. They can go without internet. You know, humanity has gone without the internet for millennia. They can go without internet for a couple days. Fuck it. I'm going home and getting a beer. Fuck this bullshit. And he probably hates his job, right? He probably thinks he should get more money. He makes suggestions about things that would be uh, make things more efficient. Management doesn't give a shit. Yeah. That, that is entirely possible. Right? Yeah. So, and so on what, top of that, he's trying to breathe, but he can't because he has to wear a fucking mask. Otherwise, even though he's all up in the pole and no one's around him, he has to wear a mask because he's being told that if you don't wear a mask, even if you're fucking 30 feet up in the air and there's no one around you, a neighbor's going to call in snitch and that person's going to get fired or <laughs> suspended without pay. You know, just another thing to his day. I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling some transference going on here. <laughs> No, that hasn't happened to me, but I feel for it. Yeah, know? yeah. So, what else is going on, man? <laughs> how's <laughs> like how's how's life uh, how's life treating you in this? Uh... Life's been awesome. I decided not to. Uh, what's great about not having a job where you have a boss, you can just work whenever you feel like it, 
and I was so sick of driving that I'm just like, you know what? I'm just not going to work until, I don't know, next, maybe I'll work next week. I don't know. I just decided not to work for the time being. And it's been four days of that. And it's been awesome. It's been so blissful not having to worry about getting shit done by a certain time before I leave for work. And then I'm working and then I'm in traffic bullshit. And so many times I go out trying to have a positive attitude and I'm happy. And within seconds or, you know, an hour that I'm out, I'm pissed at something. It's not mentally healthy to be driving right now. So I said, fuck that. I'm just, I'm not going to work. What's, uh, what's filling your time in the meanwhile? So what's been filling my time? I've been doing a lot of reading like I said, I went to the gym. I've been reading at the park, which has been great. Oh, I've been going nice. to different parks. And I've been reading. Um, what else? It's funny because I... Oh, playing the piano. It's nice because... I mean, I'm doing like the same stuff that I did before, but I'm just able to take my time with things more and not have to adhere to like a schedule. Well, just dude. move from one thing to the next whenever I feel like it. Because yeah, you were like going, going, going. It was it was so tough to try and like find a time to record the podcast. Uh, it, it felt like you were yeah. just churning twenty four seven. Moment you woke up to the moment you went to bed, it was always you had something going on. Yeah, for sure. But what's great too is whenever I feel like it, I can just go back to doing delivery. So yeah, yeah, you know, it doesn't there... really make a difference to me. There was a there was a recent report something like that where it came out where uh, I don't know the the income of drivers is less than the cost of both time car wear and all this other stuff, um, which is part of the reason why there's this like trying to I don't know if you've heard this trying to do something about the the gig economy. Of, of delivery drivers trying to create some sort of salary base or healthcare or some, something like that? I have not paid attention to that. The last thing I paid attention to was the Prop 22 for uh, delivery drivers and stuff where you get paid uh, 120%, so like 20% more of time and a half during the actual delivery and a few other things where they might give you extra money at the end of the week if you know based on minimum requirements that's about it but i haven't heard anything other than that but i can tell you i am so fucking tired of driving around i can tell you that it is totally not worth uh the mental fortitude that is needed to deal with a bunch of fucking morons that you're surrounded by every single day. <laughs> and not to mention the wear and tear, like you said, on the car. How many times I've, uh, like, hit a curb or... Just, I don't even want to talk about it. You already know what I'm saying. Yeah. Fucking hate everything there is to hate about driving in a car right now, <laughs> which is why I decided... <laughs> Not to work for the time being. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. Um, so, anything else? Any any fun? Any fun stories? <laughs> any encounters with uh, people? Uh, I don't. Th- 
think so. There was, I want to say there was actually maybe one thing that I heard. Uh, no, actually there's not. Uh, oh, I've been watching a lot of videos on YouTube because I usually watch YouTube videos for just like 15 or 20 minutes while I'm eating. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos on Mars and colonizing Mars and space travel and Elon Musk. Dude, what are your, what, what's your takeaway from that? Do you think it's possible? I, I absolutely would love absolutely. to think that is totally possible, especially after watching the expanse on Amazon prime, dude, I am so on board with like colonizing Mars. Come it on. will definitely be within our lifetime where people could go to Mars on a, I don't know how frequent, but I'm sure faster than we realize there will be resorts and tourism on Mars on a somewhat frequent basis. It's just going to accelerate, right? I mean, everything is very, very slow. It's just going to uh, increase, activity will just increase exponentially. And I definitely, I think it would be so cool to have, uh, have you seen videos on what it would look like or just these concepts of uh, like a space elevator to have like this giant, uh, pretty essentially tower reaching out from the atmosphere and it's almost like an elevator that you take up to space? Anything like that. No. I mean, I don't know how big this thing would be or what the requirements are to get people up that quickly. I don't know, but it looks cool. Dude, I... Like, you would have, I think, an elevator, and then I I think you would have maybe, like, a space station or something that's connected that other things could dock to that is moving around because it's connected to the Earth. It'd be moving around with the Earth. <laughs> there's a there's a couple of movies that I, I like. I love space movies, and I think I can't remember which one this was, but it was uh, a movie where it was. It started out with this dude in this massive tower that reached up into the exosphere, and he was doing repairs, and a meteor came like crashing down, and so he had to like parachute down and try and avoid all the falling debris, stuff like that. It's like, dude, Ad Astra. Uh, yes, I think that's yes. that's the opening scene of Ad Astra. That's yeah, yeah that, that's it. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, I I think to myself, you know. I feel like we are so close to actually coming to that point right now where it's kind of scary because, yeah, we have the tech, we have well, the technology. We've, Elon, we've talked about uh, Elysium, the movie Elysium before. Yeah. That is a very <laughs> cool movie. Yeah, dude, and with with Elon Musk and uh, the um, that that private shuttle right now. I don't know if you've heard the news stories about the shuttle going up to space that's going to be a private venture where it it's individual yeah with a japanese billionaire who's going to pay for eight other people to join <laughs> yeah. him i think it's a two i think it goes around the moon right yeah. it's a private shuttle to go around the moon and come back or something yeah and i think to myself man how badly do you want friends 
Who, oh, the Jap- the Japanese guy? <laughs> the Japanese guy that he's willing he's to He's just sharing his wealth. Billion, yeah, $8 billion to do something Imagine like that. Imagine just being a regular person and having the opportunity to go up in space. How crazy would that be? I, You know what? I would pass. I am not I, – <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Would you? Absolutely. You would? Absolutely. That would freak me the fuck out. No fucking way. I don't want to. I don't want that. Like I, that would be that would be kind of the the same to being buried alive. I just I I wouldn't want oh, to fuck experience that. that. Yeah. No. Fuck no. Being buried alive. <laughs> Absolutely not. But but you actually you actually you actually would. Yeah. Right. I think I would. Yeah. I would definitely. I'd have to you know tie up a, a few loose ends on on earth get everything settled in case i don't come back space travel is dangerous but yeah i totally would <laughs> what is that look <laughs> no we're, we're on a roll this is great this is this is this is one of our most engaging episodes yet i, uh, I think this is gonna, gonna rise to number one of the charts my friend <laughs> when you were like when you were like I'm afraid of being buried alive. I was thinking like, yeah, we should almost start to bury this fucking episode.